Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome into the Lake Show. It's the calm before the storm. Sounds like we're going to get plenty of snow over the next few days. Happy to have you here on The Good Neighbor. Three hours each and every night until 9 o'clock. And let the show begin. And I want to start tonight's show with something that we've been talking about for quite some time and will continue to be um, a topic of conversation. Um, and that's, that's mental health, right? Because we've all concerned about mental health. We talk about mental health so much in today's society, and for good reason. It's an important topic. But aside from mental health, there's something else that I feel like we should be addressing, but we don't talk enough about. And we must openly acknowledge and that is the, the lack of intelligence that we are displaying these days and ignoring. We all say dumb stuff from time to time, right? We, we, we all do. But the flat-out reluctance as a country to try and rein in ignorance, ignorance, let's just call it for what it is, It's destroying us. It's ruining our lives. When we allow lies, ignorance to fester, it hurts all of us. You guys are familiar with with Billy Madison, right? You guys are familiar. Just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How many times does that pop into your head? A lot, I think, these days. Because there's a lot of ignorance that gets promoted. And I think a lot of times people just just move past it. A lot of times we don't even want to address it. But for us as a nation, us as a society, we, we must do a better job of checking it at the door. Kyrie Irving, I don't know if you're listening. Probably not. NBA basketball star. Bro, the earth isn't flat. No, no matter how many times you say that it's flat, it's not true. Kanye West, slavery was not a choice. There's a lot of conspiracy theories, and that will always be a thing, right? But being flat out ignorant or making things up False statements that hurts us. 
us. And I mean that when I say us, not just the person that says the, the dumb stuff, but everybody. That's why we're all dumber for having to hear it. And when we like people, but we won't call them out, we're being complicit with it. It's not acceptable. You know, it's funny. Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's taking shots at Dr. Fauci and Dr. Peter Hotez and, and saying that they are wrong about vaccines. And everybody has a right to their opinion. But, but hold on. When did Aaron Rodgers get his Ph.D.? In epidemiology. When did Aaron Rodgers even graduate from college? He attended two of them, right? Did he graduate from either? And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you don't have a right to have an opinion about something. But to flat out challenge people and call them liars and say that that's for Aaron Rodgers to do that, that's a stretch. That's beyond a stretch. Well, what do we have earlier today? I know that we've got the um, the case with Donald Trump, and in the um, after they they came out of the courtroom and he's holding court, if you will, with the media. What did he say about Letitia James, the New York, New York Attorney General? He he made a comment about her running Exxon out of New York. And it's a shame. I think she's. She should be criminally liable for this. She did this to Exxon, and they drove Exxon out of New York. Uh, Exxon paid billions of dollars in taxes. They're now living in Texas. Uh, Exxon is uh, very happy in Texas. Other companies, because of what's happening here, are going to be moving out of New York also. This is an out-of-control attorney general. I like, we got to check that at the door. That's a lie. She has nothing to do with anything with Exxon. 1989? The lack of intelligence that we display in America is killing us. Slowly. And we got to check it at the door. What do you make of a lot of the nonsense? And and let me be clear about this. I am not putting this, this is not um, a Donald Trump segment. Donald Trump is just one example. I've cited others. I don't, I, Kyrie Irving, I like watching him play basketball. I don't really get behind anything else he's, he's about. Not to say that he's a terrible human being. But my goodness. And, and this, is the, this is the issue. I don't understand how we see things. We hear things, and we know in our heart it's a lie. But we're willing to accept it. Why? Why is that? Can anybody out there answer that question? Why are we willing to accept dumb stuff being thrown in our face? If Donald Trump says to a a supporter of his, The sky is green when it's blue. Some people will accept that. Why? Why is that? I don't don't get it. 651-461-9226. Please help me with that. And it's it's like I'm willing to accept listening to certain things 
that Aaron Rodgers says because you want to hear opinions from people across the board, whether you're fans of theirs or whether you don't appreciate anything. I, I listen to everybody. We have, well, over Chris's shoulder, Fox News. I'm not the biggest Fox News supporter, right, or, or viewer. It's on every night in here. We pay attention, and I will watch and, and check channels that I'm not the biggest fans of. That's what I think that we all should do. But some of the flat-out resistance to, to, to actually looking at things and calling it out for what it is, I just don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. I don't get it. And, and I, think that, I think that one of the things that I really want to speak to and hear from you guys about is just the point that I'm making here in the initial um, segment is that this harms us. Like, bad information harms us. That does not help us as American citizens. They say, and and people get upset when we talk about low-information voters, right? Like, let's get more information. And it doesn't mean that I'm right about everything in the world because everybody's going to be wrong. But I just don't get why we can't. What do they say? Common sense isn't common. Like there's just flat out things. When you hear it and it hits your ear, you don't even need to, re- need to research it. You know it's mm-hmm. flat out wrong. 651-461-9226. We'll get your reaction, your phone calls, your text next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. 651-461-9226. The WCCO talking text line. The dumbing down of America. It bugs me. It really does. Text here from the 612, who of any of us have the right to not let a person say what they believe? It is up to you to question, agree or disagree, and have a conversation with the other person. There have always been ignoramuses. There just are more open mics. You're, ex- you're, you're exactly saying what I'm saying for the most part. I'm not sitting here contending that a person doesn't have a right to say what they want. What I'm saying, though, is, is we need to check it at the door. Because these microphones, and some of them are bigger than others, it harms other people. It harms your life. It harms my life. That's why we should be checking lies and ignorance at the door. That's the point that I'm making. I'm not saying that I should have the right to talk on this radio show and Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have the the right to talk on ESPN. But to willfully be ignorant as a country when we hear stuff is mind-blowing to me. Greg and Maple Grove chimes in. In the Bible, it tells us that in the end times, the people will be confused. Some of the stuff that we hear about, I scratch my head if people say that they're confused about it. To me, you're being willfully ignorant with a lot of the stuff. Willfully. Some stuff, just on the surface, you know is a lie. You know it's not true. But you just let it slide. I wish somebody would look me in the face and tell me that 9-11 never happened. I wish you would. Like, there's just stuff like that. This is flat out dumb. Text line, history repeating itself. Ever since recorded history, this behavior has been occurring. That's what I'm talking about. Why? Let's go to, we'll start with David Andor. How you doing, Dave? There's one simple word that explains what's going on, Henry. 
It's called ignorance. Absolutely. And there's enough people in this world that are content to remain ignorant and let someone else think for them. You know, and a lot of it, you know, comes down to prejudice. And I'm not just talking about racial prejudice. I get what you're saying. Although, I know what you're talking about. We, we, it, it, economics is involved too, and that's another yeah. that's another part of this conversation, David. Let me let me say something real quick, and I'll let you hop right back in. I think a lot of us, we, you know, we end up being, we're we deal with complacency. Because you know what? We're comfortable in our lives, and we say, oh, that's not affecting me, so I'm going to let it slide. When in essence, it affects all of us. It could be affecting your children's life 20, 30 years from now. Well, exactly. Um, Well, like I say, there's enough people in this, not just this country, but this world. Yep. But especially in this country, because we are... We have, we're fortunate to be able to express our free will where there's suppressed nations, you know, populations in nations that if they express themselves, they're murdered. Yep. Yep. And no, I'm totally with you. Yep. We know that. Yeah, yep. I, I mean, the, the, you know, so, I mean, to me, you know, it's easily explainable why things are not only in this country, but in this world. But, you know, I mean, especially in this country now, you know, and especially regards, you know, Trump. If you read about Trump, and I'll tell you, a good book was written by his niece. Oh, Mary Trump. Yep, yep. I've heard, I haven't read the book yet, though. I know, I know, I know well, what you're talking about. Yep. Read it. I've got it. I've read it. It explains. She's a psychologist. She was raised, you know, right in Trump's presence virtually all her life when she was a child. She saw him, you know, and Yeah, she's got a couple of books, The Too Much and Never Enough, and then the other one was The uh, the Reckoning. Yeah, well, the one is Too Much is Never Enough. Yep. Um, That's the one, you know, that's about her uncle, who is Donald Trump, and, you know, it explains why he is the way he is. But this is and, more than um, this is more than just a Trump issue. Like this is. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I understand. I, I know. I know. I, mean, I know. He's. I know. He's one of the, the. You know, one of the poster childs and one of the faces of it. But just. Yeah. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's enough it's, already with these people that continue to just say like like yeah. you know what was one of the most embarrassing things ever was some of the stuff that we were hearing out of the mouth of Herschel Walker. Like my goodness, when when you yeah, heard him yeah. when you heard him on the campaign trail talking, yeah, I, I kept saying to myself, "How on God's earth would anybody want to support this guy?" Well, he's ignorant. I mean, exactly. Hirsch, I mean, and I mean, I don't mean to disparage him, you know, as a person or as a man. No, we got to we just got to call it for not, what it is. He's not well educated. Yep. Yep. He his life was full. You know. Football, you know, and I don't know if he just didn't have the capacity, you know, to learn about, you know, reality of life, but um, he was able to get by on his physical attributes. Yeah, and, 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 yep. And, and thanks for the phone call, Dave, and, and, and over. I think what specifically, let me, let me touch on, on, on him for one second. This is what I think it was with Herschel Walker. Now let you chime in, Chris. No, so good. Um, 
I think with Herschel Walker is he's a football great because of his name, his stature in society and what he's accomplished in his life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He is going to get over on that and doesn't care about what's real and what's fake. It's all about Herschel Walker. Specifically. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's kind of where we can kind of put Aaron Rodgers in no question. as well. Because you're very good at one thing that people revere. Like, people revere football players for the physical specimens that Athletes they are. Athletes in general, yeah. Athletes in general yeah. and and also celebrities. Like, we look at somebody, we're like, okay, this person obviously is in a position of power. They're successful, so they have some sort of attribute that's made them successful. But he, here's the thing, Henry. We're in this society where people are like, you know, I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to check things out. When you can go back and you can look at history and just you know that something is false, but you don't want to call it out, you're almost as if it's it's almost as if you're defiant, right? Or you're going against the you're going against the grain and you're challenging something. You're not being subservient. Right. It's it's okay to challenge things. It's okay to look at something and say, I really like you, but what you just said is really friggin' dumb. Yeah. Put it put it in this context. There are a lot of times we will, and when I say we, I'm not talking about just me or you. I'm talking about mm-hmm. everybody in the listening audience. You know what a lot of times we will we will do? We will challenge our brother, our sister, our siblings. Our cousins, we will challenge our family members. We will challenge our best friends. Mm -hmm. We'll be more willing to challenge them when they say or do dumb stuff than a celebrity or politician that we like. And that makes no sense to me. Why why is that, though? Why is it we don't want it? Part of it is celebrity worship. That's part of it. Yeah, You don't want to come off as being the bad guy, too. And when you know something is wrong— you just kind of you turn the other way because if I don't acknowledge it, then it's it just goes away. And the more that we hear things and you're absolutely right. Uh, Donald Trump is is pointed out for some of the ridiculous things that he said, but he is not just the only one. Not at all. That is done. And, and to me, hold on. I, I will say this. We're talking about just dumb stuff across the board, right? Yes. And la- the lack of common sense in the country right now, right? Oh, absolutely. But across I will board, say yeah. this. The, one of the reasons why, though, he's distinctly on a different um, – in a dis- uh, distinctly in a different area as opposed to the average American is because he's running for the presidency, Yeah, and, which and yet, makes it different. And you expect somebody that is running for president of the United States – to have a certain level of basic understanding of American history, a very basic understanding of of what has happened. And when you're just randomly throwing out things like the stream of consciousness, thanks to Brad Childress, <laughs> there's only so far that that will take you. I mean, we can say whatever we want. Yeah, we're not running for president of the United States. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I, I understand that. But I know enough to not say something just randomly mm-hmm. because it comes to mind because there's a filter. And when you are in a position of of power, there has to be some filter 
If you don't know what you're talking about, don't say anything. Well, but that's the problem we have right now. As long as you've got a mouth, you got a platform. At this particular point, there are a lot of people that just want to tell lies, which is unacceptable. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a a glance at the local weather, and then we'll come back. We'll talk to Jesse Pierce. Uh, We'll talk some Minnesota Wild hockey. Can the Minnesota Wild get out of this rut that they are in, or will they be um, in this situation for the remaining portion of the regular season? We'll ask that question next. Jesse Pierce joins us next. Neighbors on the ice, the only man back for a two-on-one. Robertson into Donoff. Robertson scores! Jason Robertson restores the three-goal lead. All right, welcome back to the Late Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. It's time to check in with Jesse Pierce on the Bar Down Beauties Podcast, NHL.com. Uh, Jesse, always a pleasure to have you on the show. We haven't talked. Actually, it's been a couple of weeks since we last had a conversation, I believe. But I want to start tonight off with just just a simple opinion about the Minnesota Wild. When I when I look at the Minnesota Wild, I just don't see any. I, I don't have any hope right now that the team is going to be able to figure it out, that they're going to be able to get out of a rut, no matter how healthy they get at some particular point. I'm not saying that it's a done deal that they will remain and be the team that they are, but I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to get out of it. Is there any hope for the Minnesota Wild in this 2023-24 season? I mean, if you had asked me last night, I would say absolutely not. I have since calmed down a little bit. I was a little ragey last night. I don't like to get all up in my fields of anger like that, but I did. Um, will the Minnesota Wild make the playoffs, though? I don't think so, but I also didn't think that at the beginning of the year, looking at the team that was built in front of me, and I was okay with that. I think a lot of people would actually be okay with that as they're kind of in this weird salary cap situation, weird semi-rebuild, but not rebuild. I mean, you're looking at trying to get younger guys. So, no, I mean, as they're coming back from this, it's going to be mighty, mighty hard. They have dug themselves into an incredible hole. And not only do they need to win games, they need other teams to start losing games. And right now, for the Winnipeg Jets, the National Predators, the Vancouver Canucks, other teams in the West, that ain't happening. So, uh, no, Blake, no. The Wild's not looking too great right now. Yeah, it's not looking good. And let me ask you this. And, and, and is this the correct pronunciation of the goaltender's name? Is it is it Jesper Wallstead? Jesper Valstead, although we, because I asked him that early on in, in camp, because I had been heard, I had been hearing mm-hmm. that Valstead is how you should pronounce that W, uh, but he's okay with Wallstead too. So calling him the Wall, he's he's all right with. But technically, I was like, well, how do you want us to say it? And he's like, it is Valstead. It oh. is Jesper Valstead. So <laughs> Wallstead, Wallstead, however you want to pronounce it. Look, the knee jerk reactions that everybody's having after his debut. I'm just like, I'm a little bit floored by it with us being the hockey state. Everybody today, it seems like, was like, man, why did you why did you start the kid? It made no sense. I'm like, just let's just calm down. You, I bet, I bet, I bet you encountered a bunch of those people earlier today as well. But what did you make of putting him in the situation that he was in last night with getting that start against Dallas? Your thoughts on that? I mean, I was okay with it. We kind of had all sensed that. Uh, from the media side of things, when they recalled him on, I think, Sunday or Monday, whatever it was. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury's been playing six, he played six straight games, which is not what Marc-Andre Fleury came into the season anticipating. He came in knowing he was going to be the backup to Philip Gustafson, knowing that his role was going to be diminished, and he was okay with that. I mean, he's 39 years old. So six starts in a row against some very tough teams where he was seeing a lot of puck 
isn't ideal for him either. So he needed a break. So putting Jesper Bauska in there was okay with me. I mean, not only do you want to see what he's made of, because sorry, guys, it's the NHL. Every game is going to be hard. There's not going to be an easy game for him to slide into. But he had also faced a lot of the Dallas Stars players that he saw last night in one of the final preseason games this year where he played a mostly Dallas Stars roster in the preseason. So he was comfortable, not to mention the big thing that everyone's saying was like, oh, his confidence is going to be shot. He just got shelled. If you guys have ever met Jesper or seen anything, he's not lacking in the confidence department. And I don't say that in a way that he's very cocky, but he's just very sure of himself. It's not something that's going to bring him down at all. So that's where I felt really okay, where you look at some other goaltenders who would have absolutely responded in a different way. But I think John Hines knew that Jesper was fine with it. Um, You know, I think everybody in the Minnesota Wild organization probably had a pretty good pulse on this isn't going to destroy Jesper's confidence. So I think that was kind of the big point that a lot of people were missing was that he's he's not a young kid that's going to hang his head and say, oh, me, oh, my, what happened? Because he knows just as well as the Minnesota Wild team in that locker room did, it wasn't Jesper's fault last night. Yeah, we're talking to Jesse Pierce on the Bar Downs uh, Beauties podcast here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. What has been the message that you've heard from uh, Coach John Hines over the course of this, uh, I guess, kind of this deflating stretch? I mean, a lot of it is, you know, keeping that mindset and that focus of playing their game, which I think they kind of have. There are some games where I've seen the work ethic be there. However, I have not seen that the past two nights. You go back to even last week when Minnesota Wild has been dealing with injuries for the better half of this last month, right? And certainly they're without their top guys like Karoka Prezov. And you look at some of the Winnipeg games that they lost where this losing streak kind of started. They played hard, though. They played well with the depth guys they have. Were they expected to win with those guys? Absolutely not. But they went out there and played their butts off, which I think was very promising. Now, the past two losses, maybe even three, not as promising. Not as good, not as solid. It's just been kind of wishy-washy, and I think that's the problem. I think John Hines needs to get these guys back in the position. Similar to how Dean Epson, it's the same struggle I think Dean had that led to his firing is trying to get these guys motivated each and every single night because for whatever reason, they just can't seem to do it themselves. You know, I would love to think and say, well, they're about to play three consecutive games at home, so that's a good thing, and they'll get back on track. I can't even really, you know, rest on those laurels, right, because they haven't been all that great at home. Uh, But Philadelphia, Arizona, New York, what do you make of that stretch? Um, I mean, again, every game is kind of a new night. I think it should be a good game against Philadelphia. I'm hoping that Minnesota can kind of pull it together and get that win. It should be feasible. You know, it's nice that Philadelphia is in the East, too, because you're not giving up the extra points to a Western Conference opponent. Now, Arizona has kind of cooled down from the beginning of the year. They were playing hot, but they still have Logan Cooley. Gopher fans will remember him. Matt Dumba makes his triumphant return to Minnesota for the first time since signing with Arizona as a free agent. And then Jason Zucker, the beloved who has moved on from Minnesota for a while, was with Pittsburgh last year. He's back in Arizona, uh, and even Nick Bustead as well. So a little bit of homecoming for those guys, which I'm sure always gets the opposition up. Um, That should be another good game. I'm expecting a high offense uh, from Arizona, so you're going to really need the defense to be tuned in. That's a back-to-back. So with Philip Gustafson probably not back this weekend, you're going to see Jesper in one of those two games, Friday or Saturday. I would bet Saturday against Arizona, which hopefully the defense helps him out a little bit more. And then you got the New York Islanders on Martin Luther King Day, an early 5 p.m. puck drop. That should be very winnable for Minnesota, but – Again, the way that they're playing right now, it's tough to say that with such confidence. You know, when we talk about Major League Baseball, everybody knows those guys play every day. So we get that. Uh, Basketball, we know that there's back-to-backs. The Wolves just did it a couple of nights ago. I get that. 
Man, I can only imagine hockey though. Like I, I think that a, I think that a hockey back to back is way tougher than a basketball back to back. I know that you know the cardio thing with basketball, but you got to have cardio to get out there and skate. So man, I just that'd be tough. Is your cardio I mean, is your cardio good enough to do a back to back, Jesse? You think no, 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 no. <laughs> we are not. We are taking elevators if we can. We might do a flight of stairs. Uh, no, gosh, no. I mean, there's a reason those guys are playing, you know, a couple minutes uh, shift, right? They have yeah. to, they're on and they're off. I mean, I remember when I first started getting into hockey, having come from basketball and having come from soccer where you play nonstop, I was like, why are they so quick? Like, why do they get on and off? They're barely out there. And then I've learned, having tried to skate myself, that uh, for good reason, they're giving, a, giving it their all. So, yeah, back-to-back can be tough. In college, though, that's what you're doing a lot is a lot of those back-to-back weekend series. I mean, in other leagues, too, it's common. So the guys are used to it. Yeah. But certainly at the pro level, when they're throwing their bodies around, like guys like Marcus Salino tend to do, it can be a bit daunting. All right, so I got to ask the question. It's the first time that we've asked it in this particular NHL season. But have – What's the routine now for the Taco Bell runs? Like, is, <sighs> has that been a thing, or are we kind of over it, or what's the deal? Because I need to – me, you, and Dane Mizzitani still have to connect and, and get our Taco Bell meeting together. I mean, we need to do that just because I, I have been up and down. I have no consistency to my Taco Bell. Uh, obviously, I was on a nice little weight loss journey, still am. And uh, so I'm trying to limit the Taco Bell intake because apparently, newsflash, not great for a diet if you're trying to lose weight. So sorry, T-Bell, had to break that news to everybody. Mm. Um, No, so I'm ready. I'm down to go, though, whenever. Sometimes I go after just a really bad game because I'm angry and I need that comfort food of my uh, T-Bell order. But there's not been quite the consistency. Maybe that's the problem. I might be to blame for the the struggles this year because I don't have that consistency. Well, that's the other thing. We're supposed to connect and get the the lifetime fitness workout in, too. You were going to come and be a guest with me. I don't remember such a thing, but, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. All right, Jesse, so uh, three games here coming up at home. H- how do you think that this uh, this home uh, schedule kind of shakes out over the course of the three games? Do, do you think that we win all three? Do you think that we take two out of three? Or do you think that, well, we'll take a stab in the dark, we'll go one and two? Or do you – well, obviously you don't think that we're going to lose all three games. No, I mean, I always, I'm still trending optimistic because I can't cover any more losses like this. It's tough. It's a tough gig when the team's not winning. Um, I'm going to go three and one. I think they are going to beat Philadelphia or two and one, sorry. I think they'll beat Philadelphia. They'll beat the Islanders and they will lose to Arizona. I think something about Arizona might just take them off kilter a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I think uh, two two and one is not a bad situation for them to be in. Again, ideally you take all three. But uh, at this point, they will take anything they can get. I got you. Hey, Jesse, always a pleasure to have you on the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Lake. Talk to you. All right, Jesse Pierce joining us here. Bar Down Beauty's podcast. Check her out also, NHL.com. Uh, we will take a break. And coming up next, grocers are ready to push back, and I absolutely love it. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. It's about time. I have been screaming this for a year. It's about time. Grocers are fighting back. I have been saying this, that we are getting gouged. Not just in America, but America is where we reside, it's where we live. But when you look at all the stuff that's been happening with these brands, 
these worldwide brands, the prices for a lot of stuff, we've been getting gouged. And people are talking about inflation, inflation, inflation. We got to call it for what it is. This has been sinister stuff that's been happening. And it's not just groceries, right? Like, there's gouging that takes place with Big Pharma, too. Okay, and, oh, with these, and with these med- and with these medications, it's unacceptable. And it's time for us to continue to be continue to push back. Right. News comes out. And I think I might have touched on this a little bit last week. But one of the big um, large retailers in Europe um, has has stated a message to all the world's largest food companies that the gouging has to stop. These days of these unquestioned price increases are just over. And you can find this in the, uh, the article in today's uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune. In a tug of war over prices, grocers seek to wrest some control from food companies. And it's about time. Um, over there in Europe, Carefor okay, has 12,000 worldwide locations. They have pulled Mountain Dew, Cheetos, and other Pepsi company brands from shelves, they say over in France, and they got signs up. We no longer sell this brand due to unacceptable price increases. Thank you, thank you. Enough yeah. is enough, and the same thing should be taking place here in America. It is unacceptable the prices that we have to bend over backwards to, to pay. Everybody's got to eat. Yes, but what is being shoved down our throats in terms of these prices? Unacceptable, man. Well. If you're a grocer, sometimes you don't want to, you don't want to upset the apple cart. You don't. Right? You just you, don't. You, yep. Yeah, because you you don't want to be at odds with that vendor because guess what? Yeah, that vendor PepsiCo, an enormous line of products, an enormous line of products, but you you need to at some point because we say oh it's inflation because that's the easy thing to say. Yeah, we've been getting gouged at several <laughs> across the board on yep. a lot of things. Yep. It's inflation is a part of it. Don't get me wrong. No question. But that's not the sole reason. But yeah, this is this is great because finally they say enough is enough and we're going to do it. It needs to trickle right. down to us here too. It, yes. it, it does. Absolutely. And I think it, that it will. And it should. I, I hope so because it, it just takes one. It takes one. And then all of a sudden. Hopefully the domino effect does come to us because we have been getting the short end. And it says food companies have had the upper hand in recent years, passing along price increases as retailers felt they had no choice to keep shelves stocked. But relations between the grocers and suppliers have fractured and the power dynamic is shifting. Yes. You would think the consumers would have control. And they haven't had it. Man, I'm just I'm glad that the tide is starting to turn. Coming up next. Response to an op-ed about the upside to the decline, a decline rather, of downtown Minneapolis. We get to that next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 